Man, got my MacBook back. Share this podcast. My MacBook's back. Feels good, man. I contemplated buying the charger, Nick. What's up? I would have contemplated it. I would have. I look. You should have looked on marketplace. Real quick. A crazy story. What's up, Casey? Guess where I went to? Casey, it's a Casey. Yeah. Casey, I'm gonna call you in a second. I was with somebody when you called earlier. Um, we need to have Casey on here. Uh, so I went to Target, the land of Target. Target, do you ever go to Target? Not really. You ain't Target type people, are you? I don't, not really. Walmart got everything. That's what I'm. What is Target even for? I don't know. I don't ever go where. Like they got the same thing. It's just a lot more. Yeah, I ain't. I'll never go where. Man, it's crazy. So I went to I went to the Target and um, all the people look the same in Target. That's weird. Said, so you said the Target. Someone said uh, <laughs> someone said uh, that the other day. They said, "Why do people always do it? The COVID, the Walmart, the Target." I don't know. To me, it's just the Target. I don't know. It's Target. It ain't the Target. Man, it's something. It's it's different over that way. They got different people too. But anyway, so I went and I found me a charger. But I already know business, right? So it's supply and demand. Yeah. If you can't go anywhere, I don't went to Best Buy. Yeah. I looked they at Walmart. Man, look, Nick, you know, I I, I got a checklist. I go I down. thought they probably had a uh, a generic one. That's what I was looking for. I know. I it was the real deal, Nick. They had it in the back. I bet. They had to look it up. They said that we keep these on back stock. Look, that's why Apple does a good job. They make you. Look, oh, yeah. They, ain't no off-brand on these. They make you buy other stuff. Man, so I, I had to go. The girl said that we got it. She said they got two different types. I said, what's the two different types and what's the two different prices? She said, one's a 45 and one's a 85. I didn't know what that meant. Mm-hmm. The price difference <laughs> The price difference was 99 cents. Wow. I said, give me the 85. I don't even know what it does. Give it to me. I know. You had to have it, though, didn't you? Man, I had to have it. My MacBook is back. You could have found a used one, though. I learned my lesson with used stuff. Yeah. It's, it's going to cost you somewhere down the line with used what's stuff. What's up, Shaylin? Amy, man, good, good morning. morning, people. Good morning, people. You guys go in here and share it real quick. It's Good Friday, man. Good Friday. Mm-hmm. What's so good about it? Man, the Savior of the world died for sinners. Oh, that's right. I, I just seen this here. Let's thing. do that. Let's get this intro real quick before we before we forget. All right, two and a half minutes into it. Welcome to another edition of Trust the Process podcast. Yours truly, Rob, the People's Plug, Martin. I like to call myself Juan Julio sometimes. <laughs> Joined by always the Italian Stallion. What's the most interesting man that ever lived? That's what you did. That's, that's who I am, the, the Renaissance <laughs> man. Yeah, you didn't, that wasn't his name, Juan de Sockies or something? Yeah, the, the Rena, Renaissance man. Yeah. yeah, that's what he is. That's, that's, who I, that's my idol. <laughs> so I got the preacher live with me. What's up, what's up? Nick Martin. How y'all doing? I hope y'all had a great week. That's, that's the reverend. And as always, it's becoming a routine. Man, he's on the sabbatical. Man, <laughs> our trio's down to two. Man. We like Timon and Puma, Nick. Garcia Vegas, where you at? Man. <laughs> he's out making moves, man. Yeah. Yeah, I miss him. Hopefully he'll be back next week. He yeah. said he's going to be with you guys for eight weeks strong. Let's hold him to it. I, I guarantee you. <laughs> I can make a bet right now. He might do three and then miss one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we figured it out, though. We figured it out. So, uh, so good Friday. Yeah. Hey, I did see this. Uh, this is pretty neat. Uh, it says, sometimes I joke about what I'd do if I had one day left to live. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Taste this. No, I ain't tasting that. I just seen the way you acted. Oh, my gosh. Did you just find that randomly? It's mine. Uh, 
<laughs> it must have fermented. Man, that bitch sitting in the window, Nick. Smell it. No, I don't want to smell it. The way oh you, my you act like it was communion juice right there. <laughs> <laughs> it says, sometimes I joke about what I'd do if I had one day left to live. Eat junk food or go crazy, etc. Today it hit me. Jesus knew and he washed feet. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I just thought that was pretty powerful when you think about wow. it. Good Friday and Jesus dying and you know they call it Good Friday. Um, it's just crazy how the creator of the universe hung on a cross. Man, you know, it's just mind blowing to think. It's about uh, that. yeah. When I think about it, man, I think about this. Uh, the word that comes to mind is fulfilled destiny. Yeah. Um, knowing the whole time what you're here for, but realizing the impact that it's making. Oh yeah. And still being willing to sacrifice, right? For sure. So Christ, as the ultimate example in our lives, as a, as a man, as a leader, mm-hmm. um, you know, not saying that we're Savior, um, but I believe God has, has instilled in us certain qualities as men. And a lot of times we shy away from the sacrifice of the moment because instant gratification isn't attached to it. Oh, yeah. That, Christians should be the most sacrificial people in the world because we serve a, and sac- a, lot of times a sacrificial Savior. You know, like what I just said, how he humbled himself and he came down. And it's been the overwhelming thought in my head all week is that most kings, they want to be uplifted. You know, most right. kings want you to go up to them, and our king came down to us. Man, most kings build statues of themselves. Yeah, and that, it is just amazing, like, the sacrifice that he, he he did on the cross today, like it's just amazing that he said, "Father, forgive them for the, they know not what they do." You know, like I, I asked Bella that, man. like my eight year old, I was like, "Man, how hard would that be to forgive the people that put you on a cross?" She'd be like, "Cut off their heads." Yeah, really. And the fact that you know the Creator of all creation says, "Father, forgive them for they know not what they do." You know what? Uh, if anyone could have had an army, it was him. He could have had snapped his fingers in the arm the angel armies would have came right down and swooped in yeah and the fact that he chose the cross he is, chose it's so my yeah yeah so what's so neat is to see christ in uh um in 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 man form yeah go through the same feelings the same emotions to crowd to the father and say look i know this is the plan but if you got any other alternatives look mm-hmm. holler at me yeah like that that was to me um outside of him serving that was the, the purest form of him being a man. Like his entire 33 years of living. Yeah. Of realizing, look, if we got a different way, can we go a different way, please? Yeah, but especially. That's like, what I say all the time. Like, look. The ultimate, he didn't know, you know, um, he knew the wrath of God was about to be put on him. Right. You know, in disconnection with the father, you know, like, in the sin that he was about to absorb. Man. Like, he had never felt that disconnection. Never. And. Think about that, man. Yeah. Think about the impact of a father in that relationship. And oh, yeah. Probably what he felt um, as for the first time in eternity. Oh, yeah. moving it. I was just getting over here. For the first time in eternity, he felt something that he had never felt before, and that was a disconnect of the father. Yeah. And think about how heavy that must have been on him. Mm-hmm. That, he, that he went and he prayed and he asked the father if there's any possible way for us to go a different route. Let's go that way. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I think that it's neat. So the, the, the story of, um, of, of Christ picking up the cross, carrying it on our behalf, and, and, and 
laying his life down willing mm-hmm. willingly for us, right? The my favorite part of that story is the thief that was to his left. Oh yeah. That didn't say a word. Mm-hmm. That didn't maybe he didn't do one kind action his whole life. Yeah. He said he said one phrase and I think that this is what people need to realize. Mm-hmm. That it comes down to a heart condition. Yeah. The thief on the cross who was there to die as a criminal. Yep. Said, remember me when you get there. Oh, yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's it. So how how you, so asking you, as the reverend, how is that even possible? Is it fair? What? I mean, yeah, it's, uh, I was looking up this thing, and it said, someone sent it to me after one of the sermons I preached, and he said that the thief on the cross never was baptized. He never was a church member. He never... You know, uh, did a lot of things that we would require of today. But what he did was he looked to the one who could save him. That's all he did was he looked. And, you know, and, and uh, he said, you'll be with me in paradise today. And so many times we put so many th- pluses on Jesus. You That's know, right. Jesus plus church membership or Jesus plus baptism or Jesus plus, you know, uh, my money and I give. And it's Jesus plus nothing equals everything. That's it. And the thief on the cross is the ultimate, I think, example of there's always hope. There's always hope. To the last dying breath, like, think about that was his life did him a favor by putting him next to Jesus on a cross. Man, that's a McNugget right there. You life know, did him a favor by putting him next to Jesus on the cross. Yeah, like, because imagine that. Like, I like that. You know, that was the best thing that could have ever had happened to him is him being on the cross that's next it. to Jesus. And, and you just think about like how powerful that is that his eternity, not just you know life and death, but his eternity was changed that day. He, for the rest of history, you know, you, you it's hard to even imagine eternity. Right. But forever he will be, you know, in paradise with Jesus. You know, life is so short, and um, man, we need to live live and invest eternally. Yeah, he didn't make any big decisions. Um, man, if you don't take anything out of that whole story, take this, that he looked to Christ. That's it. All you got to do is turn your eyes and look to him, mm-hmm. and in a moment, eternity has changed. Mm-hmm. It ain't big, some fancy, long thing. We've been taught so, we've been taught religion so much that we think that you got to do. Mm-hmm. Man, all you got to do is look. In that one action, his eternity was changed. That's it. I'm what are you looking for? I was trying to find the exact thing because it was powerful. I got you. So, um, man, so just to think about, um, you know, Christ and what he did and it being Good Friday and why we celebrate it, um, it's good because what because Christ is good, right? Yeah. It's good because even on this day, um, think about this. It was because of this day, 2,021 years ago. You ain't got to believe. Mm-hmm. Every time you say the year, you acknowledge who he is. That's right. You ain't got to believe, but everything woven in what we do and who we are in creation mm-hmm. looks to the creator. That's right. And we say every time that you say the year, you acknowledge that there is a God who once walked, lived, and is still living and still reigning on this earth. Yeah, here it is right here. It's powerful. It says, that di- it's called that dying thief. And it says, that dying thief, he could not work. His hands were nailed. He could not walk. His feet were nailed. He could not get baptized. He could not take communion. He could not join the church. But praise God, he could look. That is how he was saved. 
He looked. Who did he look to? He looked to Jesus. That is the way you are saved. Man, hallelujah, hallelujah. And I was just thinking that's so powerful. And the church said. Yeah. That's right. I just think that's so powerful. And, you know, I would recommend everybody today, Good Friday, you know, like we have a service tonight at 630. Right. You know, go and remember. And, you know, like even if you don't go to church, like go today and remember the sacrifice that he paid. You know, meditate on what he's done. Don't let just this be. Because it ain't you know, just another for church week. people. This is Holy Week. Like Jesus marched step by step by step to the cross. That is mind blowing. That it is the say the God of the universe walked step by step. That he chose that path. You know that he chose the cross. That he chose to die for sinners. Yeah. And like life shouldn't just like it. It almost should slow down today. Like this week. Because of what he, all of history changed off of his yes. You know, all of, he gave sinners hope with his one yes. His Man. yes on the cross. And that, that is just so. Uh, that was the best yes. You know, that was just so mind-blowing. And I just think people should slow down today and just meditate on that. That's for right. 15 minutes. Just get in a quiet place and just think about. How his yes changed everything. Man, I heard this line one time. It said, homie, God's real whether you whether you know him or not. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. He loves you whether you know him or not. Mm-hmm. He, he accepts you whether you know him or not. Mm-hmm. He wants you whether you know it or not. Um, Romans Romans 8 um, says, while we were still. So so Christ displayed this love Romans for 5, us. 8. Romans 5.8. Romans yep. 5.8. While Christ, we were still yet sinners. And I love Christ how died for us. Christ demonstrated his love for us in this. He demonstrated. So there was an action step yeah. that took place. He demonstrated his love. It says that. Uh, While we were still sinners. So could, I, I love that. But I, I, I taught on that Wednesday because so many times we can get in this habit of thinking I'm too far gone. That's right. For his love or I'm, um, are they're too far gone for his love. You know, we can either think that about ourselves or about others. Oh, yeah. Real quick. But the fact that the prodigal son was never too Man. far gone, you know, the fact that, and, and you read the Bible, and I think this is where a lot of people get uh, confused, and, and I did as a young guy. You think the Bible, like you hear St. Peter, St. Paul, St., you know. Uh, oh, that whoever. they're just all perfect saints. Yeah, that they're all great people, yeah. and they must have been, you know, so uh, great to they be saved. They floated. And the fact is, when you read their bios, Man, they're all broken people. It makes me feel good. Yeah, so when you read uh, David's bio, oh. and you realize he had an affair, and that he had the uh, husband killed of the woman's, you know, and then you hear Peter, the guy that denied Jesus, and you hear Paul, who was a terrorist who hunted down Christians. Man, we in good company, baby. Yeah, the fact that when you read their bios, and you realize, man, I ain't done half the stuff they done. So I can really be called St. Roberto. Well, I don't know about that. But yeah. no, for real, yeah. because when I read those 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 the the men's stories and lives, yeah, it gives me hope and it lets me know, like, look, just like what you said about the prodigal son, man, and that's if something like that doesn't change you, that there is nothing that he did. Mm-hmm. He just came to himself and said, "Look, if at least in my yeah, father's Jessica house, L O L, huh, Saint Rob, Saint Saint Roberto, don't get yeah, it. Don't. Tell him to be there at eight thirty on Sunday, Jessica." <laughs> See if he's a saint. Hey, but, but think about that though. Like, you know, Piper's John Piper says all heroes are shadows of Christ. That's it. So when you think about, you know, like, 
and read the Bible through the lens of all these people are broken outside of Christ, then I am in good company. That's it. And there's hope for me. So why does Christians get it twisted and think that that if they have to perform and live a certain type of way, or for some reason, I tell people this all the time, you have to figure out foundationally foundational theology. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go to hell if I mess up. Yeah. It's impossible. That's like saying that my daughter goes and messes up and she ain't mine. Yeah, I always tell people. It ain't possible. You're in Christ today. You'll be in Christ tomorrow. There's nothing that you can do to escape that. The word yeah. tells us that, right? Now, I'm not mm-hmm. saying that, that that that's just a free pass because when you're a kid, when, when you're, you're a truly kid, in Christ, when you're a king's kid, you act different. Yeah. Right. You live different. There's a heart. There's a heart mm-hmm. change that happens. Yeah. But the Bible says this: that there is now no con- condemnation. Romans, Romans 8 1. There you go. There, there you go. There's that, therefore, now no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. Man, drop it. It also says, No one can pluck you out of my hand. That's right. And I just love that, man. Like, when you think about that, because I used to live this way, like, okay, I sinned. I had to go. I got to fix it. I had to go do good things. Yeah, I had yeah. to go to the altar. And it was a wait. You know, and I had to go until I went to the altar. I was it. And the fact, like, that's a. That's a uh, that's a bad way to live, man. That's a hard pressure to it. live by. That, oh, you seen it in my life? Because eventually you'll break and you'll just say, golly, I guess I have to go to the altar a million thousand eight hundred times. And the fact is, like, no, he sacrificed for you. Think about this, Nick. So when back- he said it is finished, that's what he meant. It is finished. Period. Yeah. And, and a lot we, of times we want to put a comma right there. We want to say it is finished plus I, what I got to do. Right. It, hey, it is I, finished plus my church attendance. I know it I don't have to do this. My baptism. I don't, I don't. I don't have to do this, but if I do a good deed, it makes me feel better about myself. Oh, yeah. And that's what it comes down to is we want to feel better about ourselves. Here's what I always tell people. Even our best deeds are tainted with sin. Man. You know, I remember the Bible, when, You know what the Bible says about righteousness? It's filthy rags. Even we're we gonna leave it there. Even when I went to St. Benedict's and served, I, I could feel my pride swell up. It's and easy, I, and I wanted a hand clap, and I wanted the the praise of men, and I and I, and that made me think like even a best of deeds, serving the homeless, is filled tainted with sin. Oh yeah, you know because of self recognition or self uh, glorification, and, and not just humbly serving. So just to serve, yeah. And when you think about that, because it's not intentional, yeah. when you realize that you are a sinner saved by grace through faith in Christ and what he did on the cross yeah. on Calvary two, 2,021 years ago, yeah. 2,021 years ago, it, it puts you in this place of like, man, I ain't got to have it all figured out. Oh, I'm, that's a, I'm a mess up. That's right. Right? I am. I'm not, I'm no longer that person I used to be. Mm-hmm. But I am still a sinner by default. Yeah. I am saved. I'm in the process Mm -hmm. of sanctification, right? So that means Mm -hmm. he's taking me through this process. Yeah. People that are not in, in people, it's scary. I think the church has done a horrible job with making people invited. Well, welcoming people because it looks like I got to do so much. Yeah. That's one thing I said on Wednesday. I ain't trying to do all that. Is the church, is AA does a great job. That's right. Shout out to AA. Whether you're 24 hours clean or 24 years clean, they celebrate it. And, I, I, you know, I said that Wednesday the church would do a, a good job of welcoming back the prodigal son and the prodigal daughter. Man, and, and hey, he ran to the father. And sometimes we put a lot of weight back on them and we say you got to earn your spot back at the table. Real quick. And the fact is, like, you never earned your spot at the table in, in the, the first place. place. So why all of a sudden do we now have to earn our way 
uh, back to the table when we uh, drop the ball. You, and it says, it's, so many people want to white knuckle it. Like, I'm going to try not to sin today. I'm going to try. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. But when you fix your gaze upon Jesus, you will sin less. That's right. When your affections change. So how do you change? You you get a greater affection for something else. Hey, so it's no longer, um, well, I'm just going to not try to get high. It's now I'm a ch- now now Jesus fulfills me and he satisfies me, and and, and cocaine doesn't do, do the job. Does That's that right. Make, yeah, so, not because so he changed sad. the heart's desires. So yeah. your your mentor Craig does a very good job at this. Yeah. Focus less on on what it is you think that you want and focus mm-hmm. more on Christ. And in doing that, everything else will fall into place. Yeah, because if I just walk around like don't watch porn, don't watch porn, don't watch. Oh porn. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're don't in. You're this, in don't there. Do this, don't do this. Oh, you're. you're gonna, that's just behavior. You're gonna be on www yeah, that's you're just gonna be there. That's just behavior modification. What it is is find Jesus so attractive, find Jesus so beautiful, see Him for who He truly is, and you will do that less. It's like the sun. When the sun is out, when the sun is out, you don't even see the moon. That's the good. moon isn't there. I mean, mm-hmm. the moon is there still. Yeah. Right. So it's yeah. a perfect analogy that the sun shines so bright mm-hmm. that in its in its in its in its most dimmest moment. The moon is still obsolete. You mm-hmm. can't see it. Yeah. You, you can see pieces of it at certain times of the day, but the mm-hmm. sun shines so bright that that that's all you can focus on. Yeah, as as an analogy, I love it. Says you'll fall in love with the street light until you see a sunrise. Ooh. And so you just think about that. Like a, a street light will look great to you. Oh, I like it. Until you see a sunrise. Where you at? John Piper says that. Oh, I think I like that. So he says, "Don't, don't. You would never That's sell one of them tattooable he, things." He would say, "You would never sell the sun for a candle," you know. So sometimes we do that, though. Like sometimes we trade. What's in. the tree in the forest analogy? Don't oh. get don't get so focused on the tree that you missed the whole forest. Yeah, a lot of people do that too. But think about hey, that, like a street light can be attractive to us till you see the, the the sunset and the sunrise, and then you realize like, what is my so how do you take your gaze off the sun, the street light? You get a bigger affection for the sunrise, man, that's for it. the sunset, and you that's realize it. this is much greater. Man, you preaching? Than what anything else? Man, you preaching? Well, it's Good Friday, and I just think so many people. Man. So look, so tell the story. That's what I wanted to tell you real yeah. quick. I want for you to explain mm-hmm. the prodigal son story. Okay, in your in your ways, not a way that I you got talk- it all. I just taught on this. He did just taught, but for uh, people at, who at don't FOS, know, at FOS. All right, right. So for people who don't know, the cra- the mm-hmm. best story that I've ever heard that changed me was this story because it is my story, right? It's all yeah, of our we're story. We're all prodigals. The thing is, uh, and Casey actually wrote a song, man, and it's pretty, it's good, it's really good. We need to have him on here to sing it, and uh, it's called "The Prodigal Father," I think, and um, well, I like that. So the prodigal son. Like many of us do, he wanted what he wanted before it was time. So he said, Father, give me my inheritance. I want it now. You right. Know, like J.G. Wentworth. He was <laughs> it's like, my cash and I want it now. Yeah, so the father uh, 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 gives him his heart's desires. He gives him exactly what he wants. And I love this, and I read this yesterday, so it's clear on my mind. It said a short time later he squandered it with reckless living. A short time. And think about how many times we've been there when, uh, you know, we get what we want, we leave rehab, or we make a, uh, a crazy decision. And then it says a short time later, he squanders it with reckless living. That's right. So then it got to the point where 
his identity changed. And what happened is he went from a son to a slave. Yeah. So what? that's what we do. We go from a son to a slave when we... Uh, In our mindset. Yeah. And when we go to our uh, heart's desires and we don't have our identity in Christ, we go from a son to a slave. Right. And then, so it got even worse. He hired himself out and he uh, fed, he, he went to the pig pen, you know, and, and, and so, and this is what I love in the moment of desperation. And that's what our rock bottom can be so good for us. Man. In a moment of clarity. Hey, a rock bottom, I do something to you. Yeah. He says, at least my father's hired hands have food. What's that mean? At least my father's hired hands have food. What's that mean? So. I want you to say it in your way. What's that mean? What's a hired hand? Slaves. A worker. A worker. At least my daddy's workers. Not even a at son. Least they, uh, yeah, at least, at least they get to be in the house and they get to eat. Yeah, at least right? they get to eat. So what's he do? He says, I'm going to go back and not be a son. So his identity still hadn't changed. He said, I'm going to go back and tell my uh, father. I'll be a worker. I'll be a worker. Yeah. At least make me I'll a worker be back home. And here's my favorite thing. He had this speech prepared basically. Like, you know how you go back home, you got a speech prepared. Like, uh, I've learned my lesson. Oh, hey, I, that was my thing. I, I, hey, that was my thing. You know how I used to do, Lewis? Yeah. I hey, like, I, I knew I had the per, I had the perfect speech prepared. So that's what the prodigal son did. He had the speech prepared, you know. I'll be a, a, a worker, but what the father do, and this is just amazing. This is where it changes, right? Yeah. The so really, hold on real quick before you go there. Mm -hmm. What makes this story different? So this story back in in the Old Testament days, right? The story used to be told. So they used to tell the story as a, as a parable to scare people, right? Um, did you know about this? Mm -mm. Back in the day, this story was told, and it was told about... You know, when the son came back to himself, the father slammed the door in his face because they wanted to scare them into thinking that if you mess up, you can never come back. Oh wow! Yeah. So when Christ, yeah, yeah, read that, read the, read, read it where the where it talks about the the the, the prodigal son. Mm -hmm. It says that Christ, for the first time, came and changed the narrative when he told the story for the first time. Oh wow! And he put this twist on it, which Nick's about to say. Yeah. So when the father sees the son, he uh, takes off running. And he embraces his son. First of all, kings didn't run. And he says, uh, King, "Kings wore robes and they never ran." He said, "It was in, in, indignant for a king to run." He says, "Get the ring, put it back on his finger. Get the robe, put it back on him. Get the fatted calf. My son was dead and now is alive. He was lost and now he's found." And his son. This is one of the best parts of the story to me. His son started giving his speech. Father, I've came back. Make me one of your hired servants. Yeah. The father never even once responded to that request. Man, I didn't realize that. He never once even acknowledged what he said. Yeah. He never was like, well, no, let's think about this. It was, no, go get the fat. Go get the So he didn't cat. give him a, th a list of things to do to come back in the house? No, nah, he never told him to earn his way back in. He didn't give him no chores? Uh, I never gave him any chores. He never said, if you'll do this and you're able to come back in. Would never even told him, you know, I can't believe that you spent it all. You wasted. You gave me a bad name. You know, which so many of, uh, uh, you know, which is normal. Right. You know, like if my kid did that, you know, you would have a speech, you know, like, well, I told you. Right. And he never once did that. He embraced his son. Man, he ran to the he son. He ran to the son. He put the ring back on him. He celebrated. And you see the religious part play out, and his brother was like, 
Oh, man. You ain't never celebrated me, and I've been doing everything I was supposed to be doing. Take notes. Take notes. This is a very important part. The son who did not run off, the, he had another son mm-hmm. that stayed at home the whole time, yeah. that always did the right thing, yeah. that always said the right thing, that always was, was dad, did I do good for you? Mm-hmm. He was in a religion-based relationship, right? Yeah. So whenever he seen this, it was like a slap to his face mm-hmm. because he said, look, your other son, he went and he messed up. Yeah. But me, I've been here the whole time. Mm-hmm. Where, where's my, where's my uh, glorification at? Where's my, mm-hmm. where, why don't I get a celebration? I've been here the whole time, but this, this fool, he done ran off and, and you go kill a cow for him and put a ring on his <laughs> finger. And that's it. And that's why I said we can want so much self-glorification. Man, St. Benedict. And we can want so much uh, self-idolatry where we want ourselves uplifted that, you know, like I said, I was serving at St. Benedict's and they gave someone else a hand clap and I, and I and inside I was giving a side eye. Like, how <laughs> dare they clap him? I, hey, real I quick. Bought, I bought all this food. Thinking about side eyes. I'm going to let the world know right here. Public, pub, public service announcement. If you send me a thumbs up, <laughs> in my mind, I think you're racist. That's just what it is. That's the wrong. That's what's wrong with text. Sometimes I send hey, a, don't send me no thumbs up. Sometimes I send a thumbs up. You know what the yes. thumbs up? You know what the thumbs up means? I. It just means yes. Sometimes. My people on here, what does a thumbs up mean? Smart Alec. It means <laughs> good. Uh, thank you, buddy. What up? But when I see the Ain't thumbs that crazy up, though, how we can when I see the up? thumbs up, you know what I think? What? I ain't gonna say what. I, shut up! Shut up! Ain't that crazy though? How we can? There's no emotions tied to it's it. It's a thumbs up, but we can interpret it in a million. That's what's wrong with text. Sometimes. Public service announcement. That's what's wrong with texting because people try to read it the wrong way. And I don't think that everybody. I, I just I'm playing about that, but I do side eye you for the rest of your life though if you send me a thumbs up. <laughs> just because I think that like. I don't know. I think I think that they did. I would rather get a. You know how you can hold it down and hit the like button. <laughs> she said about like K. I hate that. Oh yeah, it's like saying like, all right, I'm wife, done talking to you. That's what my wife knows. I'm mad. I put K. Oh yeah, I'm done. I'm or, done with it. Or instead of yes, I put yep. Yeah, like I'm done. Quit <laughs> talking to me. Yeah. You because you can feel it, right? Yeah. Man, that's funny. Yeah, but uh, I still talk to you. I'm just always gonna. I'm a side eye you for the rest of your life. Yeah. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna think that. You're not saved. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, so get to get back to the prodigal son story. Um, when I realized, when I realized I didn't have to do anything, it changed me. Oh man, it should. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it did something to me, man. It broke my heart in such a way to where I was like, man, for the first time in my life, I ain't gotta. I don't have to to do something. Yeah, I, so, I got, all I got to do is just let go. Because what does the world tell us to clean ourselves up first? Yeah. And no, you go to Christ and he will clean you up. That's why our slogan at the church is there's a seat at the table for you. It doesn't say there's a seat at the table when you act right. That's it. Or there's a seat at the table when you, you know, you work your way or you served your way here. No, there's a seat at the table for you. Period. And I just think, you know, so many times we put behavior modification on so many people and you know we we have these high expectations of people and what it happens is you you understand that people are broken and they'll fail you and that's where grace comes in at and that we all have different sin struggles so my sin struggle may look different than your sin struggle that's right. but I'm still in need of the same Jesus and the same grace that's it because 
we, we would like to put sin on a scale, right? And we think, well, they need Jesus more than me. Or they need more grace than me. Yeah. And no, it's you need the same grace and and you're not above falling yourself. Yeah. Mother Teresa or or, or the person who you th- Charlie Charles Manson or whatever his name is. Yeah, and I once read an article and they said Jeffrey Dahmer gave his life to Christ in prison. Wow. And people was kinda upset about that. Like That ain't fair. Yeah, like I don't really know what, what all he you know, I know he was the killer, serial killer. Dahmer? Yeah. He was the uh the Oklahoma City bomber, wasn't he? No, that was Timothy McVeigh. Oh. Dahmer was the one that ate people, I think. Oh. He was Dang. a cannibal. But Can you in, go back from being a cannibal? Yeah, in prison he gave his life to Christ. Would you meet with him in an open room? And people was uh maybe not, but people was mad about that. You know, like but think about like in heaven you know, if he truly converted, it was a celebration. That's it. You know, That's it. and and there was hope for him just like anyone else. So I always think like this, man, for your kids, for the people around you, point them to Jesus and allow them, allow Jesus to clean them up. That's right. You know, your 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 kids will go through a they season. Go through. They'll go through the go-through. Yeah, they'll go through the go-through. But the, the thing is, and, is like we have to go through that. Yeah. Right? So like one thing that I've learned is, if I didn't go through it, mm-hmm. life's always trying to teach you something. God always uses life. And I ain't, you believe in the universe or whatever the case may be. God uses the universe. He created all that and all things work together. God has, God has a way of, of, of letting, allowing life to teach you certain things in the process. And I believe that at, at every season we're in a test, right? Either we pass that test or we keep on repeating. You know, when you fail first grade, you simply go back and you repeat first grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Shaylin, we uh, at Matthew's table we just went through the Book of Galatians, verse by verse by verse, and all through that, uh, Paul was reminding the people of Galatia, "Do not add anything to Jesus." Yeah, because what they was doing was telling people, "Don't you add nothing to well, it. You, Don't you take nothing away." Yeah, you know we like Jesus, but you need to be circumcised too. Or, yeah, we like Jesus, but you have to follow these customs and and rituals, too. Yeah. And that's not the case. Like, follow Jesus, period. All right, so tell me that in, like, a real way. So, in a real way, it's this. Do you got to wear a suit and tie? No. Uh, Does the color of the carpet matter? No. Uh, Do you have to be baptized? No. Uh, Do you have to um, go to church six times a week? Do you have to say a prayer? Do you have to say a prayer? Well, the Bible says confess with your mouth that Jesus but is But do Lord. you have to say a prayer out of your mouth out loud? No. The the, 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 the the sinner on the cross didn't say nothing. No. So everything we add to just... So no. It's just Jesus. That's it. And, that, and, and that's where... But he will like... So where the confusion comes in is like... Because if you have a relationship with Jesus, you will work. If you have a relationship with Jesus, you will serve. You will. If you have a relationship with Jesus, you will be. You know a why? Because it's pr- you're proud to be a child of the Father. Because He changes your want tos. Right? That's right. So now it's not I have to go to church. I want to go to church. My kids can go out here and act, act knock if you bug. They can go out wild yeah. out, right? Yeah. They shouldn't because of who their father is. That's it. Because of what I've instilled in them. Not saying mm-hmm. that they ain't gonna mess up. Not saying that they ain't gonna go out here and mm-hmm. and, and try. And, and play with fire. Yeah. Hopefully I've taught them well enough that I see fire. My dad's taught me about this. Mm-hmm. I've seen him go through it. Yeah. I should, I, that, that, that ain't for me. 
Oh yeah, because you live different when you know you've been you you've been changed. Yeah, and especially man, like people get this religious like, and I heard Lecrae put it best. He said he used to have a friend that when they pulled up on the church property, he would change the station. Oh yeah, from yeah, yeah. non. You know, he said they would. Oh. Ride, he said they would ride to church bumping Snoop Dogg. Oh man! And he said as soon as they got on the property, he would turn it off. Hey, look, my and Lecrae said, "Do you not think God owns the whole world?" <laughs> my dude was over at the church working. Yeah, and he said something. He said he let some type of cuss word come out. He was like, oh, my bad. I was like, so is it okay for you to cuss on the street, but not on the sidewalk where the church is at? Like, what's the difference? And what did he say? He was like, "Come on, man, man. You know, just you know, you know what it is. You know, man. Come on, come on, man. Then you know. No, you know, that's what, that's you know, what man. I'm saying, God knows. Is how we add all that. Like, how can so you all all the way to church? I'm bumping. You know, uh, ain't nothing yeah. but a Jeep, man, And then when I pull in the church parking lot, it's to, I got to turn it down. Ever be on my lips? And <laughs> ever be on my lips? Yeah, and I get all holy for a second. You know, and it's and that, and that's the confusion. And it's like, I mean, he's the god of it all. He's God at home. He's God at work. He's God at church. He's God in your car. He's God everywhere. He's not confined to a building. He's not confined to this space that you want to put him in. So, I think that's what changed for me is that when I realized all the people in the Bible were broken, and that I was in good company, Man. and that we served a good God, and He was a good Father. It changed everything for me. That's it, right. It gave me, because I used to live by the uh, motto of just sin less, just don't watch TV, just don't turn, throw, away a, all your bad, all, throw away all your bad CDs. Uh, that's good. You know, so I used to live by that. And I actually sin less now because of my love for him. That's right, because you're not putting Before such an impact just on it. On, you're not putting such a emphasis on it. Yeah. You're not looking at the... You're not looking at the street like missing the sun, like you said. Mm-hmm. It's it's it's. If I focus on this, I remember doing that. Yeah, I'd be like, look, man, I, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't did it. Exactly. I can't do it. I can't did it. Did it twice. Exactly. Because the more that I emphasize that, if I focus on 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 loving you mm-hmm. as opposed to hurting you, mm-hmm. I think that that's when we begin to see things change. Yeah. The, there, there is certain things that happen when I begin to to love you. Yep. Like seeing the the weight of my actions, seeing the weight of of of, of what I've done. Mm-hmm. I always love this analogy too. It's John Piper again, but he says, "Imagine it's you and your wife's anniversary, and you are at the door with a, a bouquet of flowers. If that's how you say it, bouquet. Yeah. And your wife asked you. She says, "Wow, those are beautiful flowers." And she asks you why you got them. And your response is, well, I guess I had to because it's our anniversary. Yeah. Well, I guess, I, you know. I mean, I guess right I thing. had to. That's the right thing to do since it's our anniversary. I mean, like, And dang. there was no affection or love behind it. Your wife would probably tell you what? Throw away those flyers. Man, F your flyers. Yeah. That's I what I would say. Uh, and that's how, that's because when it's done out of, what do you call that word? When it's done out of. Um, have to. But what's there's another word? I don't know. Not expectation. When it's done out of like because it's just that that time like expectation. It's your birthday, so of course why wouldn't I sing happy birthday to you? Exactly. Man, keep your happy birthday. Exactly. Like I, that that does something to me when people. I'd rather you not did anything. Yeah, you know. I'd rather you not did anything. I I give you a big thumbs up and walk away. Yeah, because well, it's your birthday. I guess we had to do something. Right. Then you don't want it. That's what I'm saying. 
your want when you really love something, your want tos change. Yeah, I want to be a better husband because I love my wife, not because a good husband is the right thing to be. But out of my love for my wife, I want to be a better husband. That's right. Out of my love for my daughter, I want to be a better father. Not because society says be a better father, but out of love for my daughter, I want to be the best father that I can be. That's good. And out of love for Jesus, we should want to do the things that he says do. We should want to serve him. We should want to go to church. Think about we this. We should want to uh, uh, give our money. We should want to sacrifice. Think about this. To break it down into a sports analogy, if you focus on so much of doing the wrong thing than the right thing, you're going to mess up. Mm-hmm. Unless you focus on going out and just excelling at what you do and executing on on whatever level God has you on, you're going to constantly make mistakes because the mistakes is at the forefront. Mm-hmm. The mistake is so... Uh, magnified that yeah. that's all you see, mm-hmm. right? So you're like a moth to a to to a flame. It's yeah. you're going to go into the flame. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, mm-hmm. um, man, what a good conversation. It's Good Friday. Uh, we got about five more minutes. What else you got? So who you, we will be preaching? Oh, invite. I got the invite card too. All right, invite. We got three things going on this weekend at the table. Tonight we got Good Friday at six thirty. We'd love for you to come out if you don't have a home church. If you go to a church somewhere, go to church. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow we have our Easter outreach from 1 to 3. We'll have Easter eggs. We'll have food. We'll have a snow cone machine. Um, we'll have games. We'll have uh, Rogers getting pied in the face. Oh, and uh, I, I hunt Easter eggs. And, I, and I, I pick up the golden egg in front of the kids and don't care. <laughs> so from 1 to 3, we'll be at uh, 23rd and Allen. Yeah. And on Sunday, of course, we'll have... Our, our Resurrection Sunday service. What time? Uh, either 8.30 or 10.45. So if you don't have a home, home church, and I always think, like, people feel bad now. you like, well, I don't want to go to church just on Easter. Like, if you, like just start going to church. That's right. That's the show, best time because you're going to blend sh- in. Show up. You're going to blend in. That's what I'm saying. Just show up. No, Like, show up and allow God to do his thing. That's right. Show up and allow Jesus to do his thing. It actually helped me as a pastor preaching. When I when I started thinking that way, like, God, if you don't do your thing, then nothing happens. Right. I don't care if I say the best words. I don't care if I, I gave the best speech. I don't care if I, I did all the hoopla. If you don't move, then nothing happens. That's right. So just show up and then watch Jesus do his thing. And, and then just show up again and then just show up again. And, and, and God will honor that. And God, like the Bible says, seek me with your whole heart. And you'll find me. So if you don't have a relationship with him, he's there. You know, like if today's Good Friday, all the evidence in the world, atheists would love to. 2021 years ago, love, baby. Atheists would love to uh, pull out the, uh, I told y'all, y'all was wrong. For 2021 years, ain't no evidence against the resurrected Savior. Hey. And that's why I said all kings die. Hey. Our, our, our king lives, man, and it, there there is a there's an empty tomb. I, I seen that the other day. This was pretty neat. They said uh, there's only one tourist attraction that goes to see nothing, the empty tomb. Wow. Because usually you go to see stuff. You know, I go to see the uh, like that. the Statue of Liberty. They yeah. said the empty tomb is the uh, only tourist attraction where people go to see nothing. In the most visited place on earth. Yeah. Something happened. Yeah. Look, they uh, even atheists, they may not be able to describe it, but they know something happened. There's yeah. evidence. And one thing that you cannot fight or negate mm-hmm. is truth. That's right. 
is truth. On this day, they know even scientists, even um, the artifact people, whatever they're called, mm -hmm. they know that around this time, 2021 years ago, something shifted. Mm -hmm. And the world changed forever. That's what Bizzle says. Every time you write a date on a check, you acknowledge it. 2,021 years ago, man. Quit saying the year if you don't believe in it. What's up, Chopper City? Chopper. Chop's supposed to be on the podcast with us. Church on Sunday, Chop. Squeaky clean window window care. Church on Sunday. You my Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Church on Sunday. All right, we hope y'all have a you great day. You my Chick-fil-A. There's all kinds of Easter outreaches I've seen along, uh, uh, among the cities. So even, yeah, even if it ain't the table, go to church. Yeah, it's just neat. So, get there. Go get some yeah. Easter eggs. If y'all got any good candy, I like good chocolate. I like, oh. I like the dollar. I like the I like the golden egg. And my friend Stephanie uh, Bowling is doing the Easter drop-off. So that? if you don't want to get out and hide eggs and you want your kids to be surprised, she is, uh, I think, for fifteen or twenty dollars, she'll drop you off twenty eggs. I mean, uh, fifty eggs in your yard, so your kids can wake up and there's, you know, you ain't gotta uh, stay up all night. And what she does with that money is she gives it back to people in need. I might have to go into competition with her. What if I do a hundred eggs? Well, maybe she will. I like that idea, man. Look, hit up Stephanie Bowling, man. That is a great idea. So that's what she does. She eggs your yard, and she gives. The is money. there money in the eggs? No, nah, it's just candy. But she gives the money to people in need. Oh, okay. All so right. she uses it for ministry. That's what's uh, up. So your service at Sunday are at 845. Our services Sunday are at 830 and 1045. Yes, Chop, that's an invite to church. We'd love to see you there. Bring your bet Sunday's best. Bring your, bring your squeegee. <laughs> we need some windows clean while you're there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, man, what a great conversation. Great job, Nick. Uh, it's Good Friday. Why is it good? Because he's good. Yeah. You listen, guys have a... Hey, huh? Let's see him with this quote. i seen Jessica Lee post it. It's powerful. It says... Um, I got to find it. I should, I'm thumbs up in everybody this week. All right. It says this. It's Friday. Peter is asleep. You ain't got no job? Judas has betrayed him. Mary is crying. Hope is lost. Death has won. Satan is laughing. Jesus is buried. A soldier stands guard. A rock is rolled into place. But Sunday is coming. And that's where Sunday is coming. They, they thought death was defeated. They thought he was defeated. But Sunday is coming. I ain't got enough to say. All right. Man. Peace. You guys have a good week. My sinuses Peace. are messed up. I, I know y'all sinuses are messed up too. Keep it up. I mean, yeah. What? So keep it up. Yeah, we're going to end. We're Just praying, bye. We're praying for y'all. Sign us to see Yeah, you. bye. All right, see Take you. something. I, I don't know what I said. <laughs>
coming regular. 